Welcome into the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I'm Matt Hetzler, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Arena Fanatic, Tyler Smith. Buddy, how is it going down in Kentucky today? Pretty good. I received the grill yesterday. I haven't been able to put it together yet, but I do have a grill, and I can't wait to put it together and fire it up, potentially on Saturday. Oh, that'd be a good day. We got college football week two uh, on Saturday. Well, actually, oh. start to start tomorrow night, Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. Any any other things you? I know we did a week one uh, recap. Anything you want to hit on real quick uh, that maybe we missed, or a correction of uh, maybe me saying Juwan Johnson played in that Oregon game? Yes, yes. You you called me out, and then I was like, you know what? I think he really is wrong. And I looked the next day, and I said. My God, I was right. I actually was right about something. Jawan Johnson was out, and he would have been a difference maker, Matt. I don't care what you say. Yeah, maybe. He he, he may have. Um, the, I've actually watched that Auburn-Oregon game probably oh my. Uh, five, six times maybe. Uh, you got to I kind of wanted to dig a little bit into Oregon a little bit uh, just to going forward. Uh, know what kind of team I expect, what they're going to bet on. And Oregon should have won that game. Yeah, they should have. I tried to tell you that like eight times. So, a lot of mistakes. Uh, but we can't discredit that Auburn D. And uh, with that being said, let's hop on into week two talk here. Um, our first game on tap, this is the opening drive. And we're going to send it over to Tyler to kick it off. North Texas at SMU. SMU comes in actually as the favorite. Now, I don't think going into the season we would have expected that. But, hey, here's where we're at. Great quarterback matchup between Bichelle and Fine. That's a, that's a solid G5 matchup right there. Roberson Jr., star last week for SMU at wide receiver. Didn't see that coming. Boosie Jr., star for North Texas. Four catches, Matt, for 156 yards. That's a, that's a burner right there. He's, he's, he's making big plays. Mason Fine and North Texas have the experience and continuity. I'm going with North Texas. Gets a hard-earned W in Dallas. Oh, wow, wow. Uh, I'm going to go against you there. Uh, I'm, I'm taking SMU in this game, Tyler. Trusting in Bichelle. Okay. Yeah, hey, yeah. I like that, the home team. I like Sonny Dykes. That's up to you. Sonny, oh, uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll remember that one. Uh, now we have Marshall at Boise State. This is a Friday night showdown on ESPN2. Boise State, 12-point favorite. Matt, believe this. First meeting since both schools were both 1AA schools. How about that? Hey, Wonder if Randy uh, Moss was involved. Uh, maybe. That's a nice nugget. Where'd you? Uh, I like when you pull those deep nuggets oh. out, bud. Oh, man. I, I was digging this week. This week, I'm ready, man. But here we go. Boise State, Boise State, Boise State. Hank Bachmeyer, freshman quarterback of the week in my eyes, Matt. He's, he's the real deal. Over 400 yards passing last week, and he hands it off to Mahone at running back. He's already the next guy. He's already the next guy. It's week two. They found him. Mahone, he's the guy. The defense, a little sluggish in that first half. We can recognize that. But that second half, they were stout. Now, for Marshall, I think the only way they have a shot to win this game, quarterback Isaiah Green, he's got to emerge as a playmaker through the air, and he also needs to take care of the ball, something he did have a little trouble with last year. But this this is Boise State. They're going to win big. Oh, Tyler, this is my upset special of the week. I'm oh, taking Marshall no. to win on the blue turf. You are you are the a big old Boise State hater, man. Hank Hank Bachmeyer has got you, man. Not a hater. You're I just trouble. really like Marshall this year, and I wasn't as high on Boise as you were. But uh, you hit it all there. I'm just giving you my pick because, uh, for the record, we do keep track of these. So. Upset special of the week. I'm taking Marshall. There's the wrong one. Hey, we'll see. We'll see, Tyler. Um, All right, buddy. Let's hop in here to a little bit of all Mississippi action right here. Southern Miss traveling 
to Mississippi State. This is going to be a good game. ESPNU, 3.30 kickoff. Wow. Uh, Tommy Stevens, Penn State transfer, I didn't know much about. Looked pretty good last week, Tyler. I know Mississippi State fans are very happy with what they saw. And on top of Stevens, Kylan Hill. Wow, baby. 27 carries, 197. He set a Mississippi State record for season opener there in yards carry. Um, what is going to happen here? Southern Miss has to be able to establish a running game. I'm not going to see this happening. Um, so I'm taking Mississippi State here. And that spread is uh, spread actually is 16 and a half in this game, Tyler. Uh, I think Mississippi State can get it done by 20 plus. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Southern Miss doesn't have an offense, and I do understand Mississippi State's defense isn't what it was last year. But yeah, Southern Miss, no thanks. Mississippi State, I'll take you for a W. Yeah, and I will say Southern Miss did only allow 219 yards last week, but they played Alcorn State, so. Not Mississippi State. All right. Here is also one of my favorite underdog picks of the week. Ohio traveling to your favorite Pitt Panthers, Tyler. Yeah. I I remember the preview, uh, or actually I think it was a yeah, preview or week one podcast, Tyler. I said I thought Kenny Pickett was a decent quarterback. Huh. I've changed my mind. He's, he's terrible. Yeah. Uh, 21 for 41 last week, 185 yards, two picks. And that's not going to get it done. I mean, I know Pitt played Virginia. Pretty good D. But you know who else is a good defense? Ohio. Despite looking pretty mediocre last week against Rhode Island, that was a look-ahead spot for Ohio. This game against the Power Five is what Ohio strives for. And Nathan, Nathan Rourke, baby, he is the real deal. And a lot of people don't know about him. But I think when Ohio goes in and stuns the Panthers this weekend people will know who Nathan Rourke is. I'm going to agree with you 100%. Ooh. I put Nathan O'Rourke, Mr. Rourke, is going to get it done for him, and Kenny just threw another pick. Pickett will be, I'm going to say, two, two interceptions this game. Give me yeah. Ohio as well, Matt. Yeah, 263 total yards for the Pitt Panthers offense last week. That's awful. Not going to get it done. Ohio dominated the running game, 278 yards, again, against Rhode Island. But this pit D, I'm not scared of either. So I think we got one more G5 game to get into, and I'll send it back over to you. Oh, yes, Liberty at my boys in Louisiana. Those are my real boys, okay? Now, Chip Kelly and the boys, those are no longer my boys. Louisiana, that's my boys. Love the Cajuns. Liberty will struggle to slow down the trio of running backs that Louisiana will throw at them. The Flames, the Flames need to. That flame was put out last week by Syracuse. They need to bounce back. Your boy Buckshot, my gosh, that dude didn't do anything. And nope. it's not often that Hugh Freeze, they ha the Hugh Freeze team gets shut out, Matt. I mean, that's probably never happened. And uh, when you're coaching from the hospital bed, Bad things happen, clearly. Louisiana wins this game. I agree 110% with you, Tyler. I have zero faith in Liberty in this game. Louisiana, real deal. Really played Mississippi State strong last week, so I like that pick. And did we have anything? Oh, I did take Marshall. Uh, that is the only difference I believe we had. There. Oh, no, I had you, SMU you as took well. SMU, oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'll it's be 5-0, and oh, you'll be 3-2. and two. Yeah. Let's move on, baby. We're going to get into the pick six. But before we do that, Tyler, there was a game that I left off of the schedule uh, for the week two pod. Ooh. I just want a quick pick. Syracuse at Maryland. Yes, that's a two-point spread, I believe. And I'm going to be – it actually, I think it's moved just a ton. I don't even know what it is at this point. I'm taking Syracuse. Maryland, yeah, they put up 79. But Maryland will be – become Maryland again in this game. Give me Syracuse. I like that pick, Tyler, but wow. I have a big Cuse fan that I work with, so I'm going to go Syracuse. Oh, wait. You pick Syracuse. Damn. Yeah, uh, I do. I'm losing my mind tonight. Uh, I'm with Syracuse as well. Uh, 
And that's all yeah. I'm going to say. I said quick you, pick. You we're, not, we're not trying to talk an hour and 15 minutes tonight. So Syracuse <laughs> gets the dub. End of the pick six. We're picking these against the spread. I'm going to kick it off here. We got West Virginia at Missouri. Missouri, a 14-point favorite. Oh, we touched on this in the week one recap, Tyler. Missouri, a big loss at Wyoming. No one saw that coming. Um, but, however, I said in there I thought it was a fluky, uh, fluky loss. Um, if you look at Missouri, they're going to dominate both lines scrimmage. And on top of that, Kelly Bryant, he had a monster game. And I don't see how West Virginia is going to stop Missouri from scoring. On the flip side, I'd like to see a little bit more out of West Virginia's offense. Uh, they do have the Oklahoma transfer, Austin Kendall. But they really kind of struggle to get things going against James Madison. Only 294 total yards. That's not going to get it done. I think Missouri's going to come out and whoop some ass. And on top of that, I think Missouri puts up at least 45 points here. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, why would I trust a West Virginia defense? And Missouri's going to be pissed off because they looked awful. And as long as they don't turn it over five times again, they're just going to beat West Virginia's ass. So give me Missouri big. And what do you think here, Tyler? I, I'm i going to disagree with you. I'm I'm taking the points. I feel what? like 14 points. Yeah, 14 points. That's I'll take those points. And you, you you mentioned something about that Missouri line, defensive line. You know, I'm not buying it. They gave up almost 300 yards rushing last week. I'm not sure if they can produce. So give me West Virginia, Austin Kendall. Let's see what happens. I think they can cover this one. Oh, boy. All right. No, On no. to the next one. This is a classic SEC versus Big Ten matchup. Two solid programs. I'm just kidding. We got Vandy and Purdue. Seven and a half point favorites are Purdue. And I'm going to be quite honest with you. After that meltdown last week, I'm not sure if I can trust Purdue in this game. And I think Vandy is a little bit better than what the box score showed against Georgia. Uh, Riley Neal, he struggled big time. But they also got a solid running game in Keyshawn Vaughn. And you also have the, the threat outside, uh, Lipscomb. And you're going to have two of the best wide receivers in the country featured in this game. Lipscomb, Rondell Moore for Purdue. Uh, there's already rumblings that Sindelar, maybe not the guy Purdue wants to go with. But he's going to be starting in this game. I, I know. But his decision-making has to be better. And, I mean, Vanderbilt's defense is actually not that bad. Um if this game was about maybe four, I would take Purdue. But I'm going to take Vandy in the seven and a half in this game. I'm right there with you, Matt. I'm t- I got I got Vandy at plus eight, and I'm with you on Sindelar. He makes his decision making is about the equivalent of Johnny Manziel off the field. It's not good. It's not pretty. Bad decisions all around. Give me Vanderbilt. I think they're just the better overall team. Um, I, yeah. I mean, we. I was pretty high on Purdue, and I don't know. I, I just really don't know. I don't. I don't see how Purdue's going to establish a running game. You know, unless you just give it to Rondell Moore, thirty touches a game, and hope that he he wins the game for it. I. I just don't. I don't know. Purdue's kind of a mess currently. I'm not trying to overreact to that loss as well, but I just didn't like what I saw. I saw last week. That's it. So. Uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. I don't like what I saw in Sindelar. It last year. Remember, he started uh, versus Northwestern, and decision making. So nothing has changed. So let's move on. San Diego State at UCLA. I mean, this is a thriller here in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Honestly, Matt, this one is impossible to, for me to pick. I I can't come up with anything. I see a low scoring affair. Chip Kelly needs a bounce back in a big way. DTR is not the guy at quarterback. Nope, nope, not him. But I'm not sure they have anybody else. But, Matt, he is better than San Diego State's quarterback, Ryan Agnew, who is horrendous. So I'm going to take, take the points with San Diego State. 
because I just don't trust the UCLA's offense to score enough. I think it's going to be very close. Uh, going against Chip Kelly and the boys. Well, Tyler, I'm going all uh, UCLA in this one. So They're not my boys anymore oh, after they, last week. They, they, they're not my boys. You named them your boys. They're your boys for the rest of the no, year, Tyler. Nope. No, no, no. They have been eliminated from my boys list. Uh, oh. Next next game, Matt, Nebraska at Colorado. Renewed rivalry. All signs seem to point to Colorado. I like Montez at quarterback. He can make plays. Others can't. But Martinez is a better version of Montez. If I'm, not, I'm not weighing too much on Nebraska's performance for South Alabama. It wasn't great, but they still pulled out the W. If Nebraska can't cover this line, Matt, if they cannot cover minus five, there's no way they're winning the Big Ten West. You can forget about it. Colorado's defense isn't worth a damn. Nebraska, minus five. They're going to win big. I agree with you, Tyler. Uh, uh, Colorado State put over 500-some yards. This is going to be a field day for Nebraska. So I'm right there with you, bud. All right, Tyler, how about this showdown in the state of Michigan? Western Michigan traveling to East Lansing for a night game on Big Ten Network, 7.30 kick. I told you preseason, I thought Western Michigan was the best team in the MAC. That schedule was going to be brutal. Uh, but, man, I'll tell you, they came out and lit it on fire last week. Granted, they played Monmouth, but Wassenick looked great. Five touchdown passes. Bellamy, good in the run game. Uh, shifting over to Michigan State here. That defense last week against Tulsa, locked down. Negative 73 Rush yards allowed, only 80 for the game when you counted those in. Um, but the offense, Tyler, we talked about them too preseason, still an issue. 303 total yards, Lewerke, uh, he was pretty bad. 21, 30, 30, uh, 21 for 37. They couldn't get a ground game going. I'm just concerned about this offense being able to put up points. The defense I have no reservations about. This defense is going to be probably the tops in the country when it's all said and done. I actually like taking the points here with Western Michigan. I think they can keep it close. They can at least put up a few more points than Tulsa did. And that's why I'm going to take the points here. I think Michigan State wins probably around by 10. But uh, take those points with Western Michigan in the Mac, Mac squad there. I'm actually going to take Michigan State. I do have massive concerns about that offense, though. Oof. Yeah, that offense is pretty terrible. And we got one more game to feature here in the pick six. Tyler, Minnesota three-point road favorite at Fresno State. What you got? Yeah, big game for the Mountain West Conference as the Mountain West kind of stole the show there in week one. Now they host Minnesota. Minnesota should bounce back after a hard-fought game. They went a little too run-heavy in game one. I think they need to probably open up a little bit more, get that passing game going versus Fresno. Still not sold on the Fresno offense, man. I, I didn't like it preseason. I'm not sold on Jorge Urena. Two fumbles last week at quarterback and a 20 QBR Give me Minnesota minus three. I agree with you, Tyler. I, I don't take anything oh, uh, anything bad away from that Minnesota-South Dakota State game. I like the Gophers here on the road as well. Um, and it is now time to hop into first down, and I'm going to be quite honest with our audience here. These are a couple games that you know, I put on early last week. I uh, did not foresee two teams having no wins last week. And uh, we got a injury-plagued Stanford at USC. Tyler, why don't you start out here talking about that Pac-12 opener for the USC Trojans. Mm. Yeah, this this is, I'm surprised game day is not at this one. This is a massive game. Stanford down Costello. USC down JT Daniels. My goodness, this is going to be horrendous. The USC defense, I do have an edge over Stanford. At 
first, I was leaning with Costello. I was leaning Stanford. That's hard to believe because that was a team I had winning five games this season. I'm back to USC now that Costello is out. Give me USC. Yeah, I actually had Stanford circled as well. But with the fact that uh, Costello is out, I have zero faith in them being able to score any points. So, um, yeah, I'm right there with you, Tyler. I'm going to take USC and the Trojans at home. Now let's head on down to Rocky Top, Tennessee, baby. BYU and Tennessee. And guess what, Tyler? This is the ESPN primetime Saturday night game. Oh, the embarrassment. I, oh, I know. I mean, I was actually really pumped for this game heading into the season because I thought it would be, you know, too great. I mean, I'm not going to discount BYU. BYU is still very good. The verdict is now out on how decent Tennessee is because I have no clue. Um, looking at this one, though, BYU struggled last week against a very good Utah team. Uh, so 12 points, but two pick sixes thrown by Wilson. I actually liked what I saw out of this kid most of the game. He had a couple you know, pretty bad throws, but he's an athletic kid, so I think he could easily um, put up a pretty decent game here against the Tennessee D that, uh, yeah, uh, Georgia State ran for over 200-plus yards, so I actually like BYU's rushing attack a little bit better. Uh, and then for the Vols here, Garantano, not hateful last week, over 300 yards passing, but it's because that team was down, uh, and they couldn't just really do what they want. Ty Chandler only had six carries. they got to give this guy the ball 15 times. Now, granted, you can't run the ball behind the terrible offensive line. But, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, yeah. Matt, I know. terrible I know. offensive line. I know. Whoa. I know. I was high on the Vols line, but, I mean, they just couldn't win in the trenches, man. They couldn't even push Georgia State off the ball. I, I don't know what the hell they were doing. Oh, man. It was bad. It was a bad showing for the Vols. I mean, dude, Tennessee, and the running game, Tyler, three yards per rush. Yikes. Against, that's brutal. That's with Trey Smith. That's with Trey Smith playing. I know. against the sun, I, And not to discount the Sun Belt, because I like the Sun Belt. But a Sun Belt team. They couldn't even push the Sun Belt team around. And BYU's got a great defense. So, <sighs> what to do here? I, I honestly don't even know who to pick. <laughs> I'm going to go Tennessee. Oh, man. I'm going to go Tennessee and hopefully Pruitt can right the ship. I think if he dro- if, if Tennessee loses this game, the chance that Pruitt makes it out of the season is getting slimmer and slimmer. And that's just shocking to me that they he may not even get out of year two. They're going to run his ass out of Knoxville if they lose this game. Oh, man, I live for coaching searches, though, at Tennessee. It's like the, it's like the best. Like the off-season coaching ser- searches at Tennessee – it's pure entertainment, and I, you know, I'm I'm down for another one, but I'm gonna go with BYU and Zach Wilson. Before the season, I thought it was a fifty-fifty game. Tennessee is now trying to save face. Uh, it's a tough call. It is somehow a tough call, but I'm I'd have to go BYU. I have no reason to go with Tennessee. And Tyler, I honestly cannot uh, I can't argue with you on this one because, like I said. Just thrown off by this freaking uh, Tennessee team right now. All right. Well, let's move on to second down. And this is a game I've been circling all year long. I've been really wanting to watch. Army traveling to the big house to take on Michigan. And, oh, boy, this is going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, Fox, Fox uh, you can watch this game on Fox. Noon kickoff. Kelvin Hopkins Jr. is Army's do-all quarterback slash general behind the running attack of the triple option. Uh, not a great showing last week against Army. Again, I kind of just thought it was a look-ahead spot. I'm not trying to take anything from Rice because I actually think Rice should have won that game. They played very well. Um, but if you're Army and you have a team like Rice week one, 
and then you have an opportunity to go into the Big House in Week 2 and make some noise like you almost did against Oklahoma last year, I think it's a bit of a look-ahead stop. But I don't think Army has a chance to win this game. But what they could do is just grind this game out and somehow sustain drives, something they were not able to do last week. They were actually a bit sloppy, turned it over a few times. Uh, only had 231 yards rushing. And Michigan last week against Middle Tennessee gave up 67. So Michigan's defense line is stout. The entire defense is stout. We know Army's not going to be able to throw the ball whatsoever on this team unless they somehow get a, a surprise play out of the backfield, maybe a wheel route. Um, but I'll tell you what, Michigan on offense looked a little looked a little off to me last week. I know they got a new OC, trying to put in some new stuff. Shea Patterson didn't really look that great. Uh, I wish, here's what I wish. I wish that Army would have returned all their starters from last year on D because they lost a ton of guys. That was a great defense. Not the same here. Michigan wins this game, but... I think it'll I think it'll be close for a while. It may even be close at half, and then Michigan kind of pulls away at the end there. I, I just don't see Michigan blowing out this team. I you know, Matt, I here's here's my biggest concern for this game. Early start time. That that has me a little concerned for Michigan because you got a noon start. You've got Army coming in who's just gonna ram it down your throats. Good news for Michigan though, they do have a fully healthy uh, defensive front. So hopefully that'll turn out well. I got Michigan with the W. All right. I know you've been excited for this one. Two teams that you absolutely love. UCF at Florida Atlantic. Preach your gospel, Tyler. Uh, not as much love for FAU this year. I Last year I was I was all in, and it, it went to bite me. So now I'm all in as I usually am, on UCF. And UCF is going to win this game big, Matt. Knights, they played three quarterbacks last week. Wimbush, a little accuracy issue again. He's about 50%. He's got, he's got to improve on that. Well, maybe one of these years he'll improve on that. Well, this is his last year, so he better improve on it now. Gabriel, though, he's the future. He's the truth. That guy looks primed and ready to go. I think Wimbush is still the guy but at any moment you could see him tough loss though losing corner brandon moore that dude is a stud he's gonna play on sundays but he's out for the year now despite being in uh, he was in late in that second half when he got injured not a good look fau uh, this this is just not a complete team right now I, I think UCF is better than FAU at all facets of the game. Lane Train is going to start 0-2, Matt. Yeah, I agree with you. But I actually, I kind of liked what uh, FAU did a little bit late in that FSU game. Or not F late. OSU game, yes, sorry. late. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I mean, they put some points on the board. They kept, it, they kept it respectable, unlike the uh, game at Oklahoma last year. Ooh, that was over quick. Was, it sure that was. was when I knew um, it was going to be over for me. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, all right, bud. Uh, let's hop into our favorite segment here, the betting. Who are you taking? Who are you taking? I don't think I heard. Oh, I'm taking UCF. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching oh. uh, FAU. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you told me you told me fair. Central Florida's going to go undefeated, so I'm just going to roll with you until they yeah, play Cincinnati. Look at me. One and zero so far. Bamu. All right, bud. Uh, betting. Football this weekend, Tyler. Uh, let me get your best bet of the weekend. As I believe last week, we both won our best bets. You had Virginia, and I had mm -hmm. Illinois. So where are you going for your best bet this week? I'm I'm going back. I'm going to Nebraska minus four. This line is just so weird to me. So I did a little digging, Matt. I did a little digging, and I think this might be why Huskers. 0-7 straight up in their last seven road contests. How about that one? Uh, that's not good. But uh... No, not good at all. However, Matt, in their last five games, they're 4-1 against the spread. Give me Nebraska. 
All right, all right. Tyler That's my best bet of the week. Yeah, Tyler says take Nebraska and uh, uh, to get you to that window. I'm going with another Mac school here. I'm taking Eastern Michigan, uh, 15 point underdog at Kentucky. I had Toledo last week uh, on my my betting slip, and that game just kind of it, it got weird in the second half. Couple turnovers for Toledo. Starting quarterback went out, and and uh, Kentucky kind of capitalized on all those things and got the cover. Kentucky look ahead spot to Florida coming to Lexington next week. Eastern Michigan, not a bad team out of the MAC. They can play a little bit of D. They can put up uh, some yards. So take the EMU Eagles, and that will get you to the betting window. Um, That's bold. I know. I know. Do you like? Any upsets this week, Tyler? So, North Texas, four-point dog. I'm taking them. I trust them. Mean Green Matt, six and one in their past seven games played in September. Huh? Those boys don't mess around in September. There you go. Another nugget. Uh, I already talked about my upset pick, Tyler, and it is actually my super dog pick as well. Marshall, upset pick for me. Insane. And plus 12 on the super dog. I like the points a lot. I think Marshall can win this game. You're insane. They're not going to win this game. I don't know why you think that. I can't you, wait. I can't wait till tomorrow. State, about, man. I can't wait till 1 a.m. tomorrow night, and I'm going to be yeah. like, oh, hey, oh, Tyler, look God. who fucking won. Marshall. No, no. It's not going to happen. I don't know. When are you going to learn? God. Hey, I can't later, help it, man. but I watched We Are Marshall yeah. last weekend, oh, and it man. got me pumped. We Are yeah, it, Marshall. They go in, they take the blue turf, Marshall Thundering Herd with the W. How about your super okay. dog, bud? Well, well, I didn't I didn't love anything this week, I'll be honest. I didn't love I I went up and down, up and down, tried to find something. The best thing I, I could do was WVU, Super Dog. Just rolling off that Missouri defeated being defeated by Wyoming. Just gonna roll with it. Hey, that's not bad. Um, I did actually, I forgot this game as well. I just wanted a quick pick. Uh, Miami at North Carolina, what you got? Oh, gosh. I think the U is going to roll over all over their asses. I'm telling you right now, the U is going to make a statement game. We're going to, everybody seems to like this North Carolina team. I'm not buying it. Miami and that stout D. You want to see a real defense? Forget South Carolina. I don't even know what the hell that is. Breach, breach. Miami in that in that linebacking core, baby. It's gonna be over. Sam Howell is gonna be shaking, man. He's gonna be shaking. I'm right there with you, buddy. Uh, I mean, I think everybody just thrown off because they thought South Carolina's defense was good, myself included. But they have nothing on this Miami D. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Manny Diaz is gonna have those guys ready to go. I loved Williams yep. in the opener. I think he's going to have a huge game, and I, I just think they're going to roll North Carolina as well. Great addition there, Matt. Uh, I know. Did you have any FCS over FBS picks? Uh, no, I actually deleted that off my uh, sheet this week because, to be quite honest, I don't even know. You know, week, week one's like the week for that. I don't even know how many FCS and FBS uh, games we got this week. I've if you one. have one, let me know. Southern Illinois over UMass. I, I'm i not buying it from UMass. I know they, they looked decent for a quarter, but give me uh, the Salukis, the All Egyptian right. dog. All right. I mean, that was like the one UMass win I gave them this year, so yeah. let's hope the Minutemen can get it done. Um, let's hop in here. We're moving on. It's third down, and this is a big showdown in the Buckeye State where I currently reside. Also, I'm not an Ohio State fan. For all you people out there that think, since I live in Ohio, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm not. Tyler, break this one down for me. Cincinnati against Ohio State. Yeah, and I grew up in Ohio, currently living in Kentucky, and I'm not an Ohio State fan either, so... For all the people that like look at our page and say, "Oh, they're being homers," <laughs> no, nah, we, Matt and I, we don't like Ohio State at all. We're we we're actually haters, but we respect them. But let's get on to this Cincinnati at Ohio State. I remember the last time, Matt, the last time these two played, Cincinnati off to a quick start. I think they're going to need to do that again. 
quick start. They cannot afford to make any mistakes. Not a single mistake. No turnovers. If they do that, forget about it. This one is over. The passing game is going to have to stretch the field. That's not necessarily what UC is known for doing. They're known for running the ball, but I, I don't think they're going to be able to do that versus Ohio State. It will be interesting, Matt, to see how Fields does versus a respectable defense. FAU, sorry, not respectable right now. I will be interested to see if he can continue. He had five touchdowns, was it, Matt, last week? Uh, yes, sir. So we'll see if he can do that again. Ohio State is going to get the W, but it is an intriguing matchup. And, I mean, of course, I want to see Cincinnati beat Ohio State, but it's going to be the Buckeyes. Yeah, so uh, in the summer, I made a bet for the Buckeyes fan here. I said, I think Cincinnati could beat Ohio State. And he's like, well, let's bet the point spread right now. And I'm like, okay, whatever the point spread is coming out. So I have UC plus 17 in this one. Uh, and I actually think... Uh, Solid. I think I think my I think my Kai I think he's sweating it a little bit. So my concern for Cincinnati, Michael Warren being banged up last week. He's really the do everything for the Bearcats offense. So uh, I hope he's one hundred percent. I hope he can go. And and I'm looking forward to this game tonight. But I'm with you. I think the Buckeyes too much. Even though it would be a great storyline if Luke Fickle could go into the horseshoe and just knock out the team that sent him packing, like, you know, I know he left Cincinnati, but remember how they treated him when he was the intern intern coach? I mean, they couldn't wait to get Urban Meyer it there quick bad. enough. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it would be a great storyline on Sunday morning if the Bearcats could go up there. And, and it's funny because I know a lot of Bearcat alumni. I know people that went to Ohio State. And we're just going to have a big old clash this weekend here in the Buckeye State. And it's good for it's good for Ohio, so... Yeah. Buckeyes win, uh, but like I said with you, I, I hope the Bearcats can pull it off because I think it would just be an incredible, incredible story. Um, next game up on deck, a big one, Tyler. Texas A&M traveling to Death Valley Junior to take on the Clemson Tigers. Ooh, this is going to be a big game, baby. Last year's game was a classic it was actually the only game, uh, except for uh, Clemson did struggle against Syracuse, but Lawrence got injured. Um, A&M pushed them to the wire. And A&M, I think they can, I think they can hang around again. I actually wasn't like real high on them coming into the year, and I'm still, the verdict's out uh, with me, but Kellen Mond, he's improved from, from a season ago. And <coughs> excuse me. Actually, uh, last season this was Kellen Mond's coming out game. I know. Right here. I know. I'm telling you, You're man. A hater. You hated him. I I I don't hate Kellen Mond, but uh, it you annoys did. me when people try you to tell did. me that he's like the best quarterback in the SEC. It's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So. Uh, I don't think anybody's saying that. But oh, oh, you're quite the hater. <laughs> Has he seen Aggie Twitter? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, keep up with your Twitter feed. I think I got shit on. I think I put him like third, maybe. I think I, that's fair. I think it was third, or it might have been fourth. I, I might have had Felipe Franks in front. Which, by the way, I oh. am very sorry oh, for that. Oh, I deserve God. to get a a bunch of shit on me for that one, but. Uh, yeah, uh, A&M last week played uh, uh, Texas State. Held them to seven points, only eight yards rushing, uh, which is where <coughs> geez, which is where Clemson thrived last week against Georgia Tech. 411 yards on the ground. Oh, boy. Oh, my. I'm telling you, this is the key to the game. A&M has to be able to stop the run because you have ETN. He had a monster game last week. If he can get it going, that's just going to open up the passing game for Lawrence to pick them apart like they did Bama last year, getting it out to Higgins, Justin Ross, and company. And that that really is the biggest key. I'm more interested in watching how 
A&M's front seven can handle that rushing attack and that offensive line for Clemson. If A&M is going to win this game, Calabon's going to have to play the lights out. And I, I think last week, his stats are a little thrown off from last week because I, I don't think A&M was like ever going to try to, to show Clemson what they've worked on in the offseason. So this is going to be interesting. Spiller running back, he's very good. A&M has receivers, and Kellen Bond, if they can pick apart that secondary, because Clemson's front defensive front is still top-notch, probably one of the top five in the country. That Aggies O-line has to hold up, has to give Bond plenty of time, and I think they will, Tyler. I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to come down to the wire once again. Uh, I'm going to go Clemson here because I have them going undefeated this year, but I think... 3.30 kickoff. If it was a night game in Clemson, no chance for A&M. But 3.30, sun's still shining. Everybody's not so rowdy yet. Give me Clemson, but in a close one over the Aggies. Ooh, tight game. Clemson, this is their biggest game of the year right here, if you ask me. I mean, a lot of people point to the Syracuse game and the Carrier Dome, but... I think this is probably the biggest game, and that's a 17-and-a-half-point spread. Yes, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I this is this is Lawrence. He's going to come out. He's going to dominate. No worries there. Look for him to shine. I think the biggest question compared to last year to this year, Matt, the running game of A&M. Last year they had Williams. Yes, they he did. He was the heartbeat of the team. Incredible. Yep. Now. They have Spiller and Corbin. First Texas State, they did put up big numbers, but this is Clemson. Like you said, top five defensive line in the country. Whole different ball game. Unlike you, I, I think this is going to be a blowout. I think they can cover that 17 and a half. Well, hey, I, I'll tell you, I would actually, it would not surprise me if Clemson blow them out, but I just hope it's a good game. I, I don't want to blow I want a good game. I want Clemson to get tested a little bit. And then A&M just kind of loses a close one and, and folds the rest of the year. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. Biggest game of the week, Tyler. Number six, LSU, which is about a touchdown favorite right now, traveling to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. Possibly the biggest game for Texas in I don't know how long. Ah, remember that Notre Dame game? Remember that Notre Dame? Yeah, everybody's like, Texas is, Texas, back. Is back. Texas is back. Texas is back. Yeah, yeah yes. that, that, that lasted that for about game. a game. So yes, I'm telling you, this is going to be an LSU blowout. Blow? Whoa. Yes. I have zero faith in Texas. I was actually very down on Texas, high as hell on LSU. And I'll tell you why. That passing game for LSU – Hello, we knew it was going to happen. Joe Burrow, he's my oh, guy. I, I, you know what? If he has another big game this week, Tyler, Joe Burrow's going number one on my Heisman watch next week, and people are going to shit their <laughs> pants. Well, I'll be one of them. I know. But, hey, LSU's defense, one of the best in the country. Here's the thing. Sam Ellinger just can't I'm – not, I'm not high on him as a passing quarterback. He can beat you with his feet. In the Big 12, he cannot beat you with his feet against this LSU defense. I'm telling you. They only gave up. I mean, they were playing triple option Georgia Southern last week. Everybody thought Georgia Southern would be able to have a little bit of success. 98 total yards, Tyler. 70, <coughs> 74 on the ground. On the flip side, Texas. They got a 45-14 a to 14 win, but that score was misleading as hell. Texas. Only forced two punts against LaTeX. Two. Most of LaTeX possessions ended in turnovers, missed field goals, or turnover on downs. Two punts. And you think they're going to stop this LSU offense? Coach O finally has a hell of an offense. And I'm telling you, this is just going to be a blowout for the century. LSU goes into Austin, kicks them in the ass, and just rolls. I'm saying LSU... 45 to 10. I think 10 points might be a little uh, a little nice. Oh my 
45 to 10? And I'll tell you, I can't wait. You're out of your mind. I can't wait for this yeah. to be like 24-21, and then I have to hear about yeah. it all next week. But, hey, LSU, baby, we're rolling with the Tigers. I think I think Tom Herman has something up his sleeve for this one, Matt. I cannot wait to watch this game. Now, Matt, there are three schools in the nation with two or more Narguski Award candidates. And you know what? We're going to be seeing two of those teams in this game, LSU and Texas. So that D is going to be special. LSU up to a four-and-a-half-point fave. Is that still accurate? Uh, LSU is at like six-and-a-half now. They're, they're almost Holy a full touchdown. Holy Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, the wow. LSU hype is real. They're a great team. Now, I will give you this. They did look they did look really, really good last week First Georgia Southern. I need, I need to see it from Joe Burrow. Is he an elite quarterback? This game will be on his shoulders for LSU. It is on his shoulder. If he gets the win and isn't just game managing, I will stop my criticism, Matt. I will stop it. I know that's hard to believe, but I will stop my criticism of Joe Burrow. It will be interesting to see how Marshall Jr. does after a three-touchdown performance first Georgia Southern as well to see if he can keep that up now Texas needs to have a rushing attack Matt it was not there I'm not sure if Ingram and the O-line are up for the challenge they're not that they will have verse oh they're not they're not they're just they're just not no they're not I think Tom I think Tom Herman has something I have uh, he has something for this game Ellinger's gonna break out big time game you're probably going to put him on your Heisman watch after this. Texas at home, W. Oh, no. Now, I will go with you here. Uh, Tom Herman is historically a good coach as an underdog. But most of those came at uh, uh, Houston, I mean. Uh, this Texas He's team. He's rolling people there. This Texas team is not good, Tyler. They're just not good. They're I don't know why. You're not concerned that so the defense down. only forced two punts against La Tech? Listen, listen. Two. Tom Herman did two. not want to. He didn't want to show anything. Why would you show anything? Why Why do you need to show anything? Well, Matt? he, he would have had to if, if uh, La Tech didn't shoot themselves in the foot all the time. Well, I mean, if if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. It's like Sindelar. You just know he's going to make mistakes, so you just wait for him to do it. There's no need to do anything special. He's just going to turn it over. That's exactly what they did versus La Tech. They're just like, well, we don't have to do anything. We'll just put, we'll just play our standard stuff, and look what happens. So I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair, Tyler, to use Sindelar to judge anybody at La Tech. It's almost an insult. <laughs> I know. I, I do like Smith. I it, it is Smith's last year at La Tech, and I've been high on him forever, and he always underachieves. So let's hope that for better things come Conference USA time. All right, everybody, and that concludes the Week 2 preview. A lot of big games this week. I'm very, very excited. Just great games all day long. Uh, the noon slate's great, 3.30. You got that BYU Tennessee on primetime ESPN. Oh man! Hey, I Matt, mean, um, who's gonna be watching prime that? Primetime on Fox. What's primetime on uh, Fox? I don't think uh, I don't think Fox has primetime this week. I think uh, it, well, it might be USC Stanford. Ah, Which again, I, who who the hell wants to watch that game? I could be mistaken here, but oh, no, that's on ESPN. Week that it's uh, <laughs> oh. Penn State, Buffalo. It is, yes. I mean, it could. It, we found a game that's actually worse than Stanford and USC to put on primetime Fox. <laughs> it's amazing. That's, I don't know what Fox is doing. Yeah, what the hell? Like, why, like why, why, oh why, man, week I'm two. What could State we get? Fan. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, like what could we get? Penn State. Oh, Penn State, Buffalo. Circle that one. That will really draw the <laughs> national crowd. Oh, good lord. Why, why couldn't Why couldn't we get UC at Ohio State under the lights? Probably because since uh, probably because Ohio State didn't want to play them under the lights, it would be my yeah, guess. They always they always play at noon. They're a noon team. I yeah. don't I don't get that. How how is it? They struggle at the night big time. Programs they struggle at night. Yeah, we all remember Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah, Baker. All the Penn State losses. Uh, yep. Yep. 
Purdue last year, yeah, Iowa Michigan two years State ago. One, I think the Michigan State one was during the day, if I can remember that one. Correctly. Yeah, I think it was a three thirty kick. So it was yeah, a little nightish at the end there. Uh oh, trouble. But uh, Matt, I think that's all we have for this week two preview podcast. We appreciate you listening, but. If you could, check us out. We're on iTunes now. Definitely check us out there. Spotify, Google Play, uh, all over. We're all over the map. You, If you listen to podcasts, if you search us, Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast, you will find us. And then you can subscribe, rate, and review right there. And that would be fantabulous. You can also follow us on Twitter at CFP Talk Podcast. You can follow Matt and all of his hot takes. So many hot takes from that guy at the Hets. You can find me at Arena Fanatic. Anything else you got to add, Matt? Uh, I do not. I think we I think we crushed it this week, Tyler. So Crushed. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate all the love and support. And good night, everybody. Enjoy week two. Woo, go Boise.